All right, everybody, I'm Logan Alec. I'm a CPA today. I want to talk about some of the best ways to make the most of money you've already spent. Usually when I talk about saving money, I'm talking about buying less stuff or spending less money on that stuff. But another component of saving money is being conscious of how you're using and maximizing the things you've already bought. Even if you're good at budgeting, you don't spend money on things you don't need. Well, you might still be wasting cash on the other side of that purchase by not using the items you do buy to their fullest potential. So let's get right into it. Here are eight ways to save the money you've already spent. Number one, don't let your groceries expire. Buying more groceries is one of the best things you can do for your budget. It's usually a lot cheaper to eat in than eat out or get delivery. But that also depends on how efficient you are about actually using your groceries, eating them. So let's say food is 30% cheaper at the grocery store than at restaurants. Well, if you waste 30% of the food you buy, then you're still gonna have trouble cutting down that area of your budget. I know a lot of people find meal planning really helpful. So maybe you buy groceries on Monday, you have an idea of what you're gonna cook each day, and you can set it up so that you can reuse the ingredients throughout the week and use most of what you buy instead of leaving everything in the fridge until it starts to go bad. Like with anything else, you have to find a strategy that works for you but throwing away less in groceries is one of the best ways to make your budget go further and save money you've already spent. Another way to save money on groceries is to use cashback apps like Abata and Fetch Rewards. I use both of these. My links to them are in the description below. Number two, reuse or repurpose your stuff. Obviously, it's impossible to totally stop throwing things away. Sometimes it's just time to move on. But in our consumer culture, it's really easy to lose sight of all the use you can get out of something before it's broken or worn down. You do have to get a little creative with this sometimes, but there are also some simple ideas that anyone can use, like washing out and reusing your containers, using toilet paper rolls to store grocery bags, giving kids clothes or baby clothes to friends or family members with younger children, etc. So every time you're about to get rid of something, Take a minute to think if there's anything more you can get out of it before you go ahead and throw it away. And if you really don't need it anymore, you might be able to post it on Facebook Marketplace or something like that to either sell it or give it away to someone who will get more use of it than you are right now. Number three, claim your airline miles. A lot of people don't think to sign up for the airline mileage programs because they think it's too complicated. Maybe they don't think they're going to fly again uh, with the same airline whatever, Personally, I would recommend signing up for those programs whenever you book a flight, right? With a new airline, you don't know when you're going to be flying with them again, and you don't want to miss out on the opportunity to get those points and start earning some rewards. Most airlines will actually allow you to earn miles retroactively. Each airline has different rules about this, but if you've flown with a particular airline recently, then you should take a few minutes to look into their policy and see if you can get miles for flights you've already taken. And even if you're not a frequent flyer, you should be able to generate some miles over time for a free upgrade or even a free ticket later on. Number four, use your credit card benefits, especially if you pay an annual fee on your credit card. You are paying for these benefits. For a long time, I was guilty of just viewing credit cards as a rewards factory, right? Payment methods that I could use to get cash back or travel rewards whenever I spent the money. But credit cards, especially those with annual fees, often provide you with benefits that go beyond the points and the miles and the cash back. If you've watched any of my credit card reviews, I have quite a few on my channel at this point, um, then you know this, right? And if you haven't watched my credit card reviews, there's a link at the top of the screen to them as well as in the description below. So bottom line, you're paying for that annual fee. So maximize your credit card. Number five, keep your things clean and in good condition. This one can apply to almost anything, 
whether it's your car, your refrigerator, your water heater, your hose, whatever. It's easy to put off routine cleaning and routine maintenance. And by the time you get around to thinking about those things, you might already be dealing with a bigger problem. Personally, the way I handle this is I look at the manufacturer's instructions when I buy something, uh, buy something new that I want to keep in good condition. Let's say I get a new air conditioner and it says to get service once per year. Well, as soon as I get home, I'm going to put a reminder in my calendar for one year from now to schedule that maintenance. And I know it could be a hassle, right, to take a more proactive approach to these things. But in the end, you can save a lot of time and a lot of money by keeping your things working and getting them fixed before they need any major repairs. Number six, take advantage of return and exchange policies. I've made the mistake of buying something, planning to return it, and then leaving it in the corner of my house or in the trunk of my car for months. And ultimately, that's a really dumb way to waste money just to avoid taking the time to go through the process of returning something. Again, I think it's good to be proactive about this. So when I buy something online or in person, I take a look at the return policy and I write down the last day that I'll be able to do a return or exchange. A lot of companies are starting to make this even easier, right, for people to do returns. Some online vendors will even pay for return shipping and packing. So there's really no excuse to miss that chance if you buy something and you don't think you'll use it. I would also recommend looking at the return policy on any significant purchase you make in advance so that you don't end up stuck with something you don't want because you didn't read and understand the return and refund policy. Number seven, learn how to fix things up. Nobody can fix everything themselves. Obviously, if you're not a licensed electrician, you probably shouldn't be repairing your electrical panel. But sometimes when something is broken or isn't working right, it might pay off to learn how it works. Put in a little elbow grease to save a bit of money. For example, many people will immediately call a contractor for something as simple as a leaky faucet. But in a lot of cases, it's actually easy to fix yourself with some basic tools or a faucet repair kit. Again, there are obviously situations where you need a professional, but working on your DIY skills will help you make things last longer and save money on repairs. That say, I would say that you especially have to weigh the value of your time versus the tax-affected cost of fixing whatever the issue is. For example, while I find it worth it for me to fix things around our house because a, I live here, and B, there's a Home Depot nearby, and C, I won't get a tax deduction for paying somebody to fix something in my house. I don't fix things myself at my rental units across town because A, I'd have to drive an hour round trip right to and from those places, and B, I could deduct a contractor's fees for fixing something um, at a rental property on my tax return. Of course, I'm not saying that you should always pay others to fix up your rental properties, but for me, it doesn't make sense for me to drive over to my rental units and fix things there when they need fix thing. When they need fixing, I'd rather pay somebody else and get a tax deduction. Finally, number eight, use your subscriptions until they're gone. One of the most common misconceptions I see is that people think their subscriptions are over as soon as they cancel them. Let's say you have a gym membership. You know you're moving away in a couple weeks. You call the gym to cancel your membership. Well, even though your subscription has been canceled, meaning they will not bill you uh, next month, it's still going to be active until the renewal period rolls over, right? So if you usually pay your bill on the 15th of the month and you cancel on the 25th, then you should be able to go to the gym until the 15th of the next month, right? At the beginning of the next billing cycle. Same thing applies to digital subscriptions like Netflix, Hulu, Spotify, whatever. So don't forget that you still have access for the remainder of your last month of a subscription, unless of course they do prorate your bill. All right, everybody, that's all I have for you today. Obviously, there's a lot more I could say on this, but hopefully this gave you some ideas. Now, I'm sure many of you have some great tips for reusing, repurposing, and generally getting the most out of your things. So if you know of any other ways to make the most of the money you've already spent, please don't hesitate 
to leave a comment below for others to learn from our collective wisdom and knowledge. And speaking of saving money, be sure to check out my video right over here on all the ways that cable companies rip you off. And if you like free stuff, be sure to check out my video right down here on seven easy ways you can get free stuff today. Thank you so much for watching everybody. I'll see you in those videos. Bye-bye.